The following podcast may contain mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, what is going on? This is Glenn, and welcome to the Glenn Think Stuff Podcast, episode 30. This is episode 30. We're 30 deep, people. We are 30 episodes into this thing, and there's no turning back. There's no U-turn, there's no turning back from this. We're in it now. So, we might as well just make the best of it is what we might as well do. But, I hope you guys are doing good. I haven't been, I haven't dropped a podcast in a week. So, I'm excited about today. I have been looking forward to podcasting. And I've been thinking about some crazy stuff that I want to share with you guys today. But I hope you're doing good with your little summer. And if you're taking summer vacations, I hope those are going well. And those are fun. It's hot. It is hot where I am. But, let's get into it. I'm glad to be back. I'm like... I'm back like a rash. I'm back like a heat rash betwixt your thighs. I'm back like a crack connoisseur in the middle of the night asking if I can hold a dollar. <laughs> well, that's just wildly inappropriate. So let's start the podcast on that note. All right, guys, episode 30, we're back. It's been a week. We're about to do this. We're 30 episodes in. Well, by the time I finish this one, I'm never really sure how to start these things. I always feel awkward at the beginning. And then once I get started, I'm all right. I'm like, well, I'm on a roll now, baby. I mean, maybe it doesn't get easier for you, but it gets as good as it's going to get in about five minutes. I'll be all right. But I'm never really sure how to... How to start these things off. So it's just kind of, if you haven't noticed that now, that's just kind of, um, I just don't know what to say in the beginning because I have just some chicken scratch notes about things that I want to talk about. But I haven't even thought about how to start one of these off. And maybe I should ponder that. Maybe I should think about that. But chances are that I will not and it will continue to be awkward in the beginning. So anyway, let me jump into it and... I got some stuff that I want to talk to you guys about because it has been a week since I've podcasted. And the first thing that I want to talk about is a strange dream that I had, okay? I had this dream. And usually I don't remember my dreams. Usually I have a dream and if I if I wake up and it was really freaky, then I'll remember it like for the first part of my day. But then, you know, by the end of the day, I can't even remember. I'll be like, man, what was that weird dream that I had? And I can't even remember what the dream was, you know. But this dream just kind of was strange to me. And so I wrote down, I jotted down a couple notes in my phone about it. So I could talk to you guys about it. Because I wanted, I, I've been wanting to talk about dreams on my podcast and this was just one that was so weird so let me give you a little backstory all right so so i had this dream right (laughs) 
so I had this dream, right? And this is what this is what it was about, okay? So I had this friend. There was this friend of mine, and I'm gonna be real vague, and I'm not gonna go into a lot of detail about the backstory, um, because it involves other people that I know. So I'm not gonna say any names or go into all that stuff. But here is like the backstory is that I had this buddy, and I knew this guy for, you know, years and years from when I was younger. Well, he got married and, you know, had kids and all that. Well, then his wife cheated on him and left him, right? And um, that is whatever. You know what I mean? That's not, I'm not here to cast judgment. I'm not here to, you know, talk about that. But that's the backstory, right? And after that happened, I still... um would run into him from time to time and this is not something that let's see this is not something that we didn't hang around each other a lot like it's not somebody that was in my life like a lot um you know after we grew up it was more somebody I hung out with when I was younger and I would see from time to time you know and so that's kind of the backstory well in this dream I don't remember all what happened in this dream but I remember that there was this person and I didn't know this person that was with me in the dream. Right. And this guy that I used to know when I was younger, let's just call him. Um, what well, what can I call him? What would be a good name? Carl. Let's call him Carl. So my friend Carl from when I was younger, um, he was somewhere in the dream. I didn't even see him in the dream. Right. I didn't see Carl. And so his ex-wife entered the picture with her new lover or whatever, and she had a gun, right? And I was like in a parking lot, and I was eating pizza, and I was hanging around this guy that I never saw before in my life, and he was scared of Carl's ex-wife and her lover had come back into the picture, and she was mad at, evidently she was mad at me, and she was mad at, this other guy was with because we knew where Carl was and I wasn't scared. I was eating pizza in the dream. That's how concerned I was. We, we, we saw that she was coming and she had a gun and I was sitting there eating pizza. And so he was like, we got to hide. We got to hide. And he was all panicky, right? He was all like freaking out because Carl's ex-wife showed up with a gun and she was upset. And I was like, squatted down behind the car eating pizza with this guy and that shows how upset I was about it and then she came around the car and found us right well then this guy's scared to death this guy that I'm with I've never seen this guy before in my life he was scared to death so I just stood up and I was like okay you know what what's going on you know you're gonna shoot somebody because we know where Carl is you know and that's just kind of how the dream ended is it was like I I didn't have any fear of getting hurt by this lady. And I was just like, come on, really? And I was standing there eating pizza while I was talking to her, you know, and that's not a very exciting dream, but it's just kind of a strange dream to me, you know, and I have read about like dream interpretations and people that do that and like I really don't understand it I have I have I have read that 
if you have a lot of stress in your life, like really stressful situations, and you suppress them somehow, like your dreams can can be more violent. Um, I've read that if you're like a violent, really high-strung person, that it could be more violent too. But in that dream, I really wasn't. I really wasn't violent. There was violence about to happen in the dream, but I was just like, man, it don't even matter. I just want to eat my pizza and hide behind this car. And then when I got found, I was just like, man, I still want to eat my pizza. (laughs) So it didn't make a lot of sense to me. And I just thought that it was strange. And I thought that I would talk about it today because I don't know. I don't know what that is supposed to represent in my life. I don't know, I really don't know if it's something that's unresolved or what, but I just thought that it was strange, and I thought that I would talk about that at the beginning of my podcast today, because I have a promo to do right now, and it's about the strange and unusual, and it is for a podcast called Conspired, right, and every week, Gerald and Natalie drop this podcast and I kind of feel like man promoting this podcast I kind of feel like I'm promoting the Beatles and I'm just like a local band because their podcast is a lot more uh, I want it's a different kind of podcast because they talk about conspiracies and true crime and and uh it's like I know that they have way more listeners than me and I'm really honored to even run this promo on my podcast. Um, it's one of my favorite podcasts. It's called Conspired. And I've been listening to it for a while now. And I love these guys. And, I mean, if you have not heard of Conspired or if you've heard of them but you haven't checked them out yet, you've got to check out their podcast. They're just, I mean, they're just really, they do their homework. And you will not be, you'll be captivated, you know, when you start listening to them. And here's their promo. Welcome back to Gerald Thinks Stuff, where I talk about stuff that just pops in my head and makes others laugh their asses off. Isn't that Glenn's tagline? Wait, are you sure? Pretty sure. Right, right, right. Okay, we're Conspired, a totally different podcast. Why don't you explain what Conspired is all about? Well, Conspirit is a podcast that centers on discussions ranging from conspiracy theories to true crime to paranormal anomalies. Basically, we choose a topic in one of those categories each week, and Gerald and I discuss it. But the difference is that we have different perspectives on most, Gerald being the skeptic and I being the believer. I think you meant Gerald being the right one. (laughs) No. I have the more interesting perspective, I should say. Right, 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 right. All right. Well, you can follow us on Twitter for regular updates by searching Conspired. C-O-N-S-P-E-A-R-E-D. Conspired. Like the spear you throw. Yes, like the spear you throw. Um, You can also find us on any of your favorite podcast listening apps by searching Conspired. Prepare for heated debates that almost always end in laughter. We like to hope so. Almost. (laughs) Almost. But thank you, Glenn, for giving us this chance for this promo. Yes. Thanks, Glenn. All right. Awesome. I just unplugged my mic for some reason. I don't know why. So when I started to record again, I just was sitting here just talking away. 
and it wasn't recording and i kept talking i was like what's going on something's wrong but y'all check out conspired it is really a good podcast i recommend it and you should totally check it out and i have another promo to run but i'm not going to do that right now i want to keep you on the edge of your seats because that is the only thing that will keep you on the edge of your seats during my podcast because <laughs> lord knows that i won't but anyway you know moving right along speaking of dreams and that was a crazy dream and it's not the craziest dream i've ever had and i will probably talk about other crazy dreams that i have in future podcasts but that was just one that was weird it was weird maybe i need to go on dr phil and he can say glenn why do you think you had that dream we have a dream special are you willing to go and get the help you need <laughs> uh, i think that dr phil is like a rich man's jerry springer that's what i think and that's my you might like dr phil or you might like dr jerry springer and say that's an insult to jerry springer but i think that both of those guys are the exact same i think that you can watch this is my take on it, and this might be controversial, but I think that you can watch Dr. Phil Dr. Phil, and feel maybe a little less bad about yourself when you watch it, but really, they kind of do the same thing. I know that Dr. Phil helps people, but, I mean, that dude got rich because of people's problems, you know, and he is a doctor, I know, I know, but just in my head, I kind of pair them together. You know, and if I don't know when I've seen Dr. Phil at the end of it, I'm just like, hmm, I don't feel as like oh, I just laughed at these people's problems like Jerry Springer. But anyway, that's getting way off the subject matter that I have for today. But anyway, so the next thing that I want to talk about is something that I've been thinking about a good bit lately. And it is about like, do you know? I guess women might not know, but this is more like something that guys have seen and might be aware of, is the prophylactic dispensers that are in gas station bathrooms, all right? So that is what I want to talk about now. So I was thinking about that this week. I've been thinking about that since I've had time off from podcasting over the course of the last week. I've been thinking about why do these things exist, you know, like the like the condom dispensers in the bathroom. And I started thinking about it because I think that I saw one somewhere. And then I started thinking about the locations that these things exist, right? And when you go into like a newer gas station, or for my English listeners, a petrol station. <laughs> I don't even know if that's what it's called. It's a petrol station, puppet. Um, oh, that's offensive. But, like, uh, I wish that I had a better British accent. I swear I do. But I don't. But I think I do. It sounds kind of Australian. I've tried to do it on here before. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry to my English listeners. I apologize. But, anyway... So I've been thinking about these things and I've been thinking about the locations that they exist. And it's always in the more shady 
old, run-down gas station bathrooms. You know the gas stations where you go to the person behind the glass and you ask for the key to get in the bathroom and they give you this dirty key on this dirty stick and sometimes you have to walk outside, you know, around the side, like the back side of the gas station to go into these places. And when you get in there, you might smell like, I mean, it's just like if those walls could talk, you know, <laughs> like the, 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 the pee of a thousand gentlemen is what you smell when you walk in this these places you know and even you know they're dirty and you're you you even feel bad that your shoes like you're like i'm sorry shoes i'm sorry you gotta walk on this but it's just like the shadier gas stations and they're always dirty and there's hairs and you know when you go to wash your hands in the sink you're just like man are my hands getting cleaner or dirtier by using the sink you know and the lights are flickering and, you know, you're in the bathroom. And the last thing that I'm thinking about when I'm in somewhere like that is sex or or safe sex or, you know, anything like that. I'm just ready to get out of there. Because when I'm in one of those bathrooms, I'm just like, man, this is a total bummer because this might very well be the last thing I ever see. Because <laughs> it's like a scene from a horror movie, you know, it, it, it just is. You know, and then you have these big, these big machines on the wall and you're like, man, they really need to have like a moist towelette machine, you know, like I've talked about in a, in an old podcast, like a moist towelette is like a, is like a poor man's bidet, you know, and that's the kind of machines that they should have on the wall. I bet if somebody came out with that. I bet that those would sell like hotcakes, Jack. Let me tell you. A moist towel machine in a gas station bathroom? So you could name your price. Yeah, I'd buy them. I totally would buy them. Well, I try to time it to where I'm not in a dirty, shady, shadiest place I've ever been in my life when that happens to me. But, you know, when you eat spicy foods and terror strikes in your life wouldn't it be nice to have the option it just would but i'm getting sidetracked on that but but i'm just i'm just saying but so i started thinking about why are these here why are they here number one and then number two why are they in all these shady locations right and then i thought well for truckers you know, because truckers are always on the road and truckers might stop, you know, somewhere like that. And they might need something like that. Because I know that around around um, truck stops, certain truck stops, I know that prostitutes frequent, you know, truck stops. And so I thought, well, it might be for truckers. You know, that could be, that could be like geared marketed toward them you know because i've seen in the in the windows of trucks like big rigs before i've seen little stickers with women like the silhouettes of a a shapely woman on like a trucker's window and then it'll have an x to it so i mean you don't have that on your truck unless it's a dilemma that you are faced with on the rig so i thought about that you know and i was thinking about it so much i asked a friend of mine i was like dude what's up 
with with the prophylactic dispensers in the bathrooms. And he said, man, that's for teenagers. And he said it so quick when I asked him. It was like, you, you know the people that, that just give you an answer when you ask them a question, and they say it with confidence, like, Shh, of course that's what it's for. It's for teenagers. I was like, dude, I even said, dude, you didn't even think about that. You didn't even think about that. You just you spit it out. And I thought about that, and that didn't make a lot of sense to me because, because I mean, teenagers will buy condoms now. And, or, you know, they'll steal them. You know, they just, they just will. It's not good to steal, but, I mean, that's probably what happens. And, I mean, that's not something that teenagers have their, it's not like they get carded for that. So, I don't know. I don't really agree with that, with that whole theory. But I just was like, man, these filthy gas station baths are like the cigarette butts are in the, in the, urinals you know like that's how much i care i smoke in the bathroom but um but and i mean some of these things are painted up if you follow me on twitter i tweeted out a picture of one like earlier last week and it had like all this it looked like gang signs were painted on it you know and like people will scratch names and phone numbers like for a good time call my buddy that made me mad or my ex-girlfriend you know and people scratch numbers in there and it's just like well you know you're sitting there you know taking a leak and you know just just hoping that you can get through this time in your life and you're looking at this thing and you know there's all these gang signs on there and i'm just like well i guess y'all need to be representing again you know that's cool all right (laughs) (laughs) but i mean they have all this like all these different ones like they'll have the different kinds of prophylactics they'll have glow in the dark they'll have all these different different ones and it's so random it just made me think like who who's buying these and who are these people marketing to you know it might be like this cash cow it might be like it might be like what Redbox was like back 20 or 30 years ago condom machines might have been the hot thing and they might be on their way out now you know they might that's why they're not going into newer gas stations is because they're not they're not as popular anymore i don't know but you just don't see them and it just struck me as strange it struck me as something i want to talk about because if i'm in the need of uh protection of that sort I'm not going to go down to my my friendly neighborhood, you know, 7-Eleven and walk into the smelliest place I've ever been in my life, you know, and purchase what I need. That's just strange, man. That is so weird. But I don't know. If you guys have any theories about that, please let me know because it kind of got me thinking and I kind of hit a wall with it. And I was like, I thought about it for a week, and I was like, I'm going to podcast about this. But I didn't reach any conclusion, really. You know, besides truckers, that's all that I came up with. I guess homeless people. I guess if you're homeless, that's a thing. But if you're homeless, how much how much sex are you having? <laughs> you know? So that theory kind of doesn't hold water either. 
and I'm sorry that just hit a that just hit a wall like my previous segment did about the dream. It was just kind of well, we didn't really go anywhere with that. <laughs> but it's just something weird to think about. And what I'm going to do right now is after I talk about that, that seems like a good time to throw in my promo for the Don't Crack podcast. Now, these guys are a comedy podcast, and these guys are funnier than me. There's two guys and a girl. These guys are definitely, they're, they're hilarious. I shouldn't even say funnier than me. These guys are just funny. You know, these guys have a great time. They remind me of, of people that I would hang around with. They're of a kindred spirit. They make me laugh. This is a podcast that I haven't... I've I've been on them, oh, I don't want to say, a couple weeks maybe. And they just make me laugh. They're funny, funny people. The things that they talk about are off the wall. But they just make me chuckle. And I want you guys to check them out. The Don't Crack Podcast. And I'm going to play their promo right now. So just listen up. Just listen up to their promo because here it is. I'm going to give it to you. We are the Don't Crack Podcast. Hey, guys, say hi. Oh, wait, you guys couldn't be bothered to help out and do this promo. So I guess I'm just going to do it however I see fit. The man to my left. So hefty, he needs two introductions. Ryan. And to my right, our third wheel's third wheel. We call her the box cart, Micah. And then you got myself, Joel. Humblest man in the world, second only to Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. Now I got a little soundbite for you. Take a listen. Don't worry. I'll be back. I'm not going anywhere. Okay. What would you do if you took home $200 million? What I've, would you get? I've thought about this for a long minus, time. Minus, you know, everybody's going to get kind of the same thing. They're going to buy a house, car. I want to know something weird, something different that you're getting. I want one chicken. One chicken. Oh. Okay. So you have the, to spend 200 The black chickens with like the fluffy froze. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Just one chicken. Just one chicken. I want to buy a ranch. <laughs> I want to name it Uno Pollo Rancho. <laughs> I've thought about this for years. There you go. That's what you can expect from the Don't Crack Podcast. We have new episodes out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean. You can also follow us on Twitter, Don't Crack Pod. Micah said, if you don't follow us, she's going to go to a preschool and start pushing kids down. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want that on my conscience. Do the right thing. Give us a follow. Like, subscribe. Hit all the buttons. Just click away. Just don't click that X, please. <laughs> Bye. All right, awesome. The Don't Crack Podcast. Definitely check those guys out. Both of these podcasts that I promos for today are totally, totally solid. Not to slam past promos that I've done, but mad love for both of these podcasts. I really, I really enjoy listening to both of them, so you guys should totally check them out. And without further ado... I'm just going to talk about something strange now to wrap my podcast up with. And it's something that, that I, uh, when I was younger, I used to think about it a good bit. And I used to kind of be fascinated with it because it was just kind of weird. And I thought it just came back onto my mental radar this week. So I was like, man, I'm going to totally talk about this. And I wanted to read up a little bit about it. And I did. I did limited research because I don't want to take away like the experience that 
do you get from listening to my podcast? Like, I don't want you to learn too much. (laughs) I kind of want to leave something up to your imagination. And that is how I justify my laziness. But anyway, so I want to talk about spontaneous human combustion, right? And like, here's what I just did. I didn't plan to do this, but I thought that I would like look it up. I would Google it. And I would read, I'll read you the Wikipedia definition of it. And then I'll talk about what I want to talk about. Spontaneous human combustion is a term encompassing reported cases of the combustion of a living or very recently deceased human body without an apparent external source of ignition. In addition to reported cases, examples of the phenomenon appear in literature and both types have been observed to share common characteristics regarding circumstances and the remains of the victim. And then it just keeps going and going and going and going. I'm not going to keep reading it. I'm just going to start talking about it ignorantly now because that's what I do on this podcast. So listen up, mama. Just listen to what I got to say. So, spontaneous human com- spontaneous human combustion is weird because, like... Essentially, what it is is you just burst into flames, right? You just burst, you just burst into flames and you burn up. And maybe you've seen like an Unsolved Mysteries or a show like that talk about this before. And it's really weird to, to read about and to think about this happening. Because imagine if you're like in the grocery store, you know, and you you see somebody like in front of you in line just bursting into flames, you know, out of nowhere, out of nowhere. Oh, oh no. (laughs) That's not funny, but I mean, I don't think that that's happened. So it's okay to tell a little joke about it, but I mean, you would get to go ahead of them in line at that point, probably after a slight delay, but Oh, that reminds me. Let me tell you this story real quick. All right. So this is just this is just totally off subject, but I'm going to tell it because I thought it was funny. Okay, so I was in a I don't think that this was I don't think that I talked about this in. Let's see. No, I didn't talk about this in my last podcast because I think that this just happened this week and it was funny. And so I was in line at this at this uh, grocery store. Right. And it was a it was not I don't want to say an upscale grocery store because what grocery store is really upscale? You know what I mean? Like there are grocery stores that are kept a lot nicer. And then there's like you know, like discount grocery stores and stuff like that. But this is like, let's just call it like a higher end grocery store that I was in earlier in the week. And I was just, it's not one, it's kind of out of my way. So it's not one that I go in all the time. And like, so I'm not used to the everything in there. And so when I was checking out, I had like, not the big buggy, but I had like the little, the mini buggy that they have. And, you know, I had well over 10 items. I probably had like 25 items, right, max. And um, and so I just went to the first cashier that I saw that was available, you know, and there was someone ahead that did not have that many items. And come to find out, it was the 10 items or less, uh, you know, like checkout. 
And like, uh, like what happened was I already had all my stuff on the little conveyor belt or whatever. And then these people came up behind me and I, I started hearing grumblings. Oh no, Glenn thinks stuff. You say you heard grumblings. Yes, I heard grumblings. And like, I heard like the, the, it was a man and wife and kid and you know, they, they were all, you know, dressed to the dress very nicely and you know i was too i was actually wearing a tuxedo because that's what i wear when i go to your grocery store rich people <laughs> no i didn't have a tuxedo i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i know that you believe me too but so i started hearing them go 10 items or less <laughs> like they couldn't be like inconvenience and the lady was scanning my stuff and i was just like I looked up at the little light above the checkout and then I looked at the cashier and I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't even see that. You know what I mean? And I was kind of laughing and I was like, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of, it kind of made me laugh that I inconvenienced these people so much, you know, because I went to the wrong aisle and they're The riffraff can't even tell what line to go to. And I didn't say anything sarcastic to the people, but then when I got out into the parking lot and I was putting the couple bags in my car, I saw these people go by on a golf cart, right? They were on their little golf cart going back to where they were, you know, going. And I just was like, man, isn't that funny that you're in so much of a rush, you know, and then you leave and you're, you're, in a golf cart, which means that you're really not in that big of a rush. Because if you were in that big of a rush and you had to be somewhere, like, you would drive a car. You would drive something that got you where you wanted to go, you know, quickly. But I just thought it was funny. And maybe that's mean that I even have that thought. But I just thought it was funny that I inconvenienced them so badly. So badly. And... And then, you know, they got in their little golf cart and drove back to their golf course or wherever they were going. I don't know. Maybe that's why I was eating pizza in my dream behind a car and there was a lady with a gun. Maybe that's it. I figured it out. See, I wasn't planning on telling that story, but I figured it out. I figured I, I interpreted my dream and now I don't have to go on Dr. Phil. So spontaneous human combustion <laughs> so in 1641 i don't know how how accurate this is because i only researched so far but in 1641 i guess that's the first recorded account and if you want to prove me wrong go ahead and research it and hit me up through my email or on Twitter and tell me that I'm wrong. But that's what I saw. That's the date I read. And it, I think it was like the History Channel or some website. I wanted to go to something reputable. I wanted to be reputable. And, uh, and I was reading about it. And Charles Dickens actually used spontaneous human combustion like in one of his books as a way to off a character in one of his books. And I read that it made a lot of critics mad because that kind of legitimized um, that kind of legitimized that it was a real thing when he did that, right? Because Charles Dickens 
you know, he's a famous author. He wrote books. And um, I think he wrote The Christmas Carol. And uh, he wrote so many other famous books. But anyway, I'm not here to talk about Charles Dickens. I'm here to talk about people bursting into flames. So that made a lot of people mad because he legitimized it. But then he defended himself and said because he pointed to like 30 historical cases of it, right? And as I read about it, like it's been a long time since I saw anything on TV about it because I used to just like to watch all these shows that creep me out. Like, remember, like, in the 80s, I guess, Rescue 911 and, you know, all these weird shows that would just freak you out as a little kid? Well, I remember watching, not Rescue 911s, but, like, shows about spontaneous human combustion. Just being like, whoa, and freaking out because I was like, I don't want to burst into flames and die. You know, there was a time in my life where I was actually concerned that that might happen to me, you know? And what's weird about this whole deal is that police and coroners have found burned corpses and there's no fire damage to what surrounds them, right? There's like no other, you know, when they do the, not the autopsy, what's it called? Like the, the, when the fire marshal or whatever does an investigation after a fire and you have the you have the coroner there and you have like all the investigators there and the police like there are accounts of just the remains of a person just burnt up and there is no like ignition source you know and some people might say well that's just a cigarette they were smoking in bed or something like that but what's interesting is there has there have actually been coroners that have ruled like spontaneous combustion as a cause of death. Like there there have been coroners that rule like that's what they said happened. And so that is that is uh that's interesting, you know, just to think about that. Um but I read that scientists are quick to dismiss this whole theory, you know, because scientists believe in science and everything's got to be explained. And if you've listened to my podcast long enough, you know that everything doesn't have to be explained for me to believe it because there are so many discoveries that happen every day that, like, I'm the kind of person that hears about it. I'm like, oh, it's real. And... Then I'm like, prove me wrong. And scientists are like, you know, they could be a cigarette or they could have gotten too close to a fire or, you know, and they come up with their little, their little, um, theories about what it could be. But I'm not always, I'm not always quick to trust science because there's a lot of theories that people use, you know, even scientifically, there's a lot of theories that people use and all it is is evidence that they discovered or came up with, and they use it to try to convince you to see things from their perspective. And so I'm not really, I'm not really quick to buy into that um, because they're, they'll, let me tell you about this biologist. There's this British biologist, right? And his name is Brian Ford. 
and he said that a buildup of acetone in the body can lead to spontaneous combustion. And it can result from, like, that buildup can result from alcoholism um, or diabetes or a certain diet, right? And there have been over 200 reported cases of this, right? So if there's 200 reported cases of this, there, there has to be something to it. You know, there has to be something to it because it's not like, it's not like, see, it's not like other conspiracy theories where you're kind of like, well, dude, I saw Sasquatch or I saw Flying Saucer, man. Like, it's not like somebody telling you that they saw something. It's like these people are dead. These people are burned up. And it might be something rare. And I don't know, I don't know if the stars have to align, right? And all these different things have to be I mean all these different things have to come together for this to happen like like the lottery or something you know like it's like hitting it's like spontaneous human combustion is like hitting the crappiest lottery ever <laughs> like that's what it's like that's my quote for the day man but just imagine witnessing that. Imagine seeing that happen. I mean, that's something that has probably been in some kind of a horror movie before. But, I mean, just imagine seeing that happen. Like in the open, like in a public place. That would be so crazy. Spontaneous human combustion is like hitting the crappiest lottery ever. And, people, I love you. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. I'm going to leave you with that. That seems like a good place to stop. That seems like a good place to wrap everything up because that's just terrible and horrible. And now you can go over to the Don't Crack podcast and feel better and laugh. And then you can go over to Conspired and listen to them because they're great. And you should totally do that. But thank you for listening to me. Thank you for these 30 episodes. I really... I'm really having fun, and I really appreciate people listening to me. That really means a lot. I'm really humbled by that. Um, if you are new to this podcast and you do not know where to find me, I actually am on several different podcasting platforms, and I'm I'm getting added to more. Um, this week, I got added to Spotify. And Spotify has been around for a while. And so I got added to Spotify this week. And I downloaded the Spotify app because I was like, I want to check it out. I want to scope it out, see how the layout is and everything. And man, Spotify is awesome. See, I'm like an 80-year-old man. That's like, I like my Pandora. Let me turn on my Pandora. But Spotify is cool, man. That's a cool platform. Um... To listen to podcasts on too. If that's your deal, you can find me on Spotify. You can also find me on Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Castbox, Anchor, Google Podcasts, which is on Android, um, and of course Apple Podcasts and iTunes. If you like my podcast, you can really, really, really help me out by leaving me a review on iTunes. Um, or rating me, just tap in the stars if you don't even want to, if you don't even want to, uh, write a review, 
Um, and I'm not, I'm not sitting here being like, dude, will you please write me a five star review? If you love my podcast, I hope that you like my podcast. I hope that you'll do that. But if you don't care for it and you're like, dude, this is the most, while you were talking, I was actually hoping that I would spontaneously combust because it was so terrible. It was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) just be honest i mean be honest it won't hurt my feelings but what that does is when you leave me a review that helps me in search results when people are on itunes looking for podcasts that bumps me up to where i'm more visible i'm more visible on itunes so that would help me out and i would appreciate it greatly if you did that and thank you to all the people that have left me awesome reviews lately you guys are the best thank you thank you for that if you have a subject that you want me to talk about on my podcast, you can totally hit me up. And I've done it like multiple times. And it's a lot of fun. People say, talk about this, talk about that, talk about the other, think about it and talk about it. And I'll be glad to do that. Um, you can email me at glenthinkstuff at yahoo.com. All one big word, glenthinkstuff at yahoo.com. You can follow me on Twitter um, at glenthinkstuff. Um, I have some new followers on Twitter and I tweet things out and I know that some of my listeners have come from Twitter and that's cool. And, uh, check me out there. Um, thank you. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for going down these crazy rabbit holes with me. Um, a lot of exciting stuff, um, hopefully coming up on this podcast, um, But I got mad love for you guys. Thank you for listening to me, and I will totally talk to you soon.